We've been taught to think in very primitive ways, which then also stop us from achieving great things. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. So in this episode, I want to talk about a style of thinking that normally keeps most people stuck and the majority of people in society do it. Some people to more extremes than others, but it's something that's going to, I think, increase mental health conditions. It's also going to be something that's going to stop people from thinking through things. It's also going to stop people from getting the results that they want. And it's the majority of our society. So for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the owner of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle hacking for driven mofos. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. So today, let's talk about a pattern of thinking that keeps most people stuck in life and also leads to a lot of mental health conditions, causes people to feel really shitty about life, and it causes people to get stuck in vicious thinking patterns and loops. And what that is, is it's black and white thinking. Now, black and white thinking is a very binary way of thinking. People either think that something has to be one-sided or the other side. And I have people sometimes that say to me, you know, Michael, why do you always sit on the fence? Now, I don't always sit on the fence, right? I'm a human being. I have polarities as well, and I have opinions about things. But what I find is that the majority of people say, this happened and that's really bad. And I go, well, why is it bad? And they go, well, because it just is. What that tells me is that that person doesn't want to think. So when we label things in very binary ways, we don't really want to think through things. We want to judge things. And most people's judgments aren't really well thought out. They're just judgments. And they're a judgment based on that binary thinking. So if this doesn't work, that means it's bad. Well, it could mean lots of other things. It's just that you haven't thought about it. You haven't asked the right questions. And maybe there are other things that are going on that you don't perceive. Maybe you need to investigate them. But that's not how the majority of people think. And we used to have this quite a bit in our Thrive Time event where people would come along and they weren't getting the results that they wanted. They weren't achieving what they wanted in life. They wanted to have the mental performance tools to perform better, to achieve more, to create amazing action and behaviors and habits that would help them to achieve greater results in life. So they would come there open, ready to learn. And all of a sudden, I would challenge them on some of the things that they're thinking. And they would go, yeah, but Michael, it's bad. And I go, but why is it bad? And they're like, well, because it is. And I'm like, but why? And they will keep justifying their position without even thinking about it because most people don't want to think. They want to think they think. I remember hearing something a while ago, and it was that the reason why most people judge is because it's hard to think. And so when people have these solid judgments about things and they label things as good and bad and right and wrong, and they create all these labels, they do that so that they don't have to think through things. And I see that in our industry consistently where I hear a whole bunch of bullshit because people want to label things because it's easy to label something than to have to think about it. And I'm not saying that all labels are like that. I believe that labels are there to understand things, but they're not there to define things. If we define things with labels, then our whole life becomes label driven. And unfortunately, the mental health industry is very much based on labels. There are some great practitioners out there and some great therapists out there who do amazing things, but the industry as a whole just tends to fucking label everything. And they go, well, you're like this, you're like that. So I get told all the time, you know, you're an extrovert. And I'm like, what makes you think that? And they go, well, you are because of these reasons. And I'm like, yeah, but what about all the other shit that you don't see and that you haven't asked me about? And they're like, well, so you're an introvert then? I'm like, well, it depends. It depends on the people that I'm around. I'm more extroverted when I'm around people that I can learn from and that I can teach or that are business-minded because they're my highest values. Or even if they like exercise and fitness, I'm more extroverted because of my value structure. If I go to something where someone's talking about technology, 
or how computers work and all that stuff. I'm completely introverted because I have no input into that conversation and nor am I even interested in it in most cases. So I will introvert. People's introversion and extroversion is directly correlated to their value structure. Now, no one really thinks about this and very few people even fucking talk about it. But most people label things as, well, these people are introverted or they're extroverted. It depends. It depends on the environment that they're put into, their value structure. Like you might perceive that someone's more introverted because they play computer games all the time. But if you ask the person why they play computer games, they might say, well, I'm on there with all my friends. Now, if they're playing computer games all the time in a dark room by themselves, it might seem to somebody else that they're introverted, but they might actually be extroverted when they're playing the game. So it depends. And so we've got to be very careful about that binary way of thinking because it does fuck most people up. It is a really massive problem in our society. It has been since the dawn of time. It's a society problem, but it's also a way of, that people think when they haven't really developed that prefrontal cortex way of thinking and asking effective questions. That's why we tend to label things as good and bad and right and wrong. You know, I've had people before say, my wife left and the bitch took all my money and it's fucked, she's such a bad person. They whinge all the time. And then a year later, they're like, do you know the best thing that ever happened was she left? And I'm like, so was the divorce a good or a bad thing? And they're like, well, it was great. They want to label it as such, depending on the time frame, instead of asking effective questions. Now, it might seem bad at the time, but ask, what are the benefits? What am I getting out of this? How does this benefit my life in the future? And so by asking better questions, it turns it from a good into a bit more of a gray area. And gray areas are a lot more easy to navigate because if you ask the right questions, you then don't have to define yourself to one side or the other. This is also the reason why we have stupid things like we have a two-system political party because most people want something binary. In Australia, they go liberal or labor, and that becomes the voting mechanism. And they're really the only two options. There's a whole bunch of other parties as well, and I don't really get into politics, so I could be completely wrong with this. But we tend to have binary systems where it's either one or the other. All that happens is we go for a, a couple of election cycles with one party, and then we go, oh, they're shit. So then we change, and we go to the other party later. We go, they're shit, and then we jump back across the other way. And so people keep jumping back and forward because if it's not one side, it has to be the other side. But that's a very binary way of thinking. It's almost like an off and on switch. Now, our nervous system at the most primitive level works almost as an on and off switch. And that's a primitive, primitive way of thinking. Yet as humans, we have this beautiful part of the brain called the prefrontal cortex or the executive center or the frontal lobe. And what that allows us to do is it allows us to question things to try to understand things. And when we use those parts of the brain, we become way more intelligent, life's not as volatile, and we can sort of navigate life a lot more effectively. And so my suggestion is from this podcast, and I want to share this, was if you want to be a great thinker and you want to achieve great things and you don't want to be volatile as a person and do extremely well and then things fall apart or you get ahead and then you fall behind, and going through all these crazy cycles that most people go through in their life, if you don't want to be like that, then it's important to start to question things and realize that gray areas are far greater than black and white. Yet most people live life in black and white. And I get asked those questions all the time. What do you think about this? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And they're like, but you should know. You know, like I get asked, what do you think about the share market at the moment? And I'm like, well, it depends. It's good for these certain types of people and it's not so good for these other types. And maybe there's some things that they need to watch out for. Like there's multiple different answers to that question. And if you listen to the great thinkers and the great philosophers and the great scientists throughout time, they tend to ask a lot of questions and clarify things instead of being so absolute. And that's why one of my favorite quotes is Albert Einstein said, today's facts are tomorrow's fiction because he was very, very aware that our way of thinking today can change. And if you're an intelligent person and you're someone that's evolving, your way of thinking will change over time. Yet when you have those binary ways of thinking, a lot of people get trapped in that. So if you look at people of lower socioeconomic status, also lower education status, they will tend to live in very binary ways. Whereas if you talk to someone that's highly intelligent, they'll tend to ask a lot of questions, listen, clarify, 
and try to figure things out and try to figure out like what's the best solution in this moment with the situation at hand. The situation, if it's in the future, in the same situation might give a different answer because they just think differently about them. So anyway, I hope this helps. I hope it's something to think about as well and about your binary responses to things and labeling things as good and bad and right and wrong and labeling yourself as certain things. You know, I hear this shit all the time on social media. I'll do another video on this as well. But I hear people saying, oh, that person's a narcissist. Well, is that your point of view? Is that their point of view? What makes you think that? When specifically are they narcissistic? Like there's a thousand different questions that you could ask towards that that most people don't ask because they like those labels. It gives them certainty about life. And that's why people like labels because they want that certainty. That normally comes from people that tend to live a lot more uncertain mentally. When you realize that you'll figure shit out because you believe in yourself, you just figure things out as you go along and you're a lot more certain in the way that you live. Whereas those who tend to be a lot more uncertain mentally will want to have those labels to create certainty and they want that predictability. Anyway, I hope that helps. Please jump across to my social media channels and let me know what else do you want me to talk about in this podcast. If you've got any questions, please hit me up with them because it will help me to keep delivering content that you perceive is highly valuable. And if I can help in any way, I'm more than happy to answer those questions. So jump across to the socials. It's Michael Mojo double zero on all of my socials apart from Instagram, which is Michael Mojo in Mojo. The O's are zeros, the number, and it's double O. And that's only because someone hacked my Instagram account with the original thread and I can't get it back. We just had to change the zeros and the O's around. Please hit me up on social. Let me know how you're going. And also a massive thank you to those who keep sharing the podcast and tagging me in it with their friends, family, and all the other people. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please remember to share them. Anyway, Driven Mofos, remember, never underestimate the dream. Have a great day.